Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. We have our first two-pada. <laughs> a two-pada. A two-pada. <laughs> and both of them are finishing out December mm-hmm. 2023. So crazy. So our part one is taking a look back at what you set for yourself for 2023. And if you didn't achieve the goals that you have written out for the year, we're going to help you be okay with that. And if you didn't write them out and you just had those goals in your head and you didn't achieve those as well, we're going to talk about that too. Right. And then part two, which you should tune into, is setting intentions and goals for the new year and how to properly do it so you are successful. Yeah. Because I think that's the most important part is setting yourself up for success instead of failure. And we're going to talk about that. I do it wrong every year. Samesies. <laughs> I'm Victoria. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. Did you write goals down? Do you ever? Do I write anything down? I know, but no. I thought this was different. No. I, I have things in my head, but I don't. No, I don't write them down. Maybe that's why they don't work out because I don't put them into the universe through my written word. (laughs) There's so much to unpack there. (laughs) I'm hit or miss. Like I think if, you know how we always had journals and mom always gave us journals? Every year. I probably only have like five pages filled out in every single one of them. Same. But that's, it's wrong. I know. So randomly I think I would write stuff down and I think my majority of my goal setting is in my head yeah because it's not good just like what is that the saying or the statistic it's not a saying that 80 percent of the people that make new year's resolutions fail by February 80 percent because they're not doing it correctly and maybe they're not writing it down what if that 80 percent wrote it down then they might get past February I'm sorry, I can't really get over the hair that's coming out of your top <laughs> knot. You look like Poppy. Wait, I know exactly what it looks like, too. But it's a little more manic. I have no goals or intentions to fix that in 2024. <laughs> so you have this to look at for the rest of your life. Let's change that. Okay. 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 Get your head in the game. Get you. And the game. Get you. Get you. Get you. Get you. Get No, we're not stuttering. That's an actual song. <laughs> All of everything we're going to say in the next two episodes will have proper articles for you to dive even deeper. We always say it, but in particular for this conversation, you really should check them out. But there's a lot of information, and there's a yeah. lot of just fuller ways to kind of visualize and take it in if you are somebody that likes to really read things. Well, what she's trying to say is that she made me do a lot of research pre-episode. I didn't. I sent you the articles that I found and you, she made nine pages of notes. So I did my research. Nine. That's very un-2022 of me. Very 2023 of Well, that was a very long time ago, that 2022. (laughs) Wait, I just saw, this is a sidebar, sorry, that somebody said, we're still trying to get over 2019, not realizing that was 
five years ago. I, I, mm -mm, no. It was yesterday to me. I'm still in 2019. I, I think I stopped at 2019. I am not ready to, for that to be five years ago. Yeah, but 2020 also felt like 10 years. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the whole time between 2019 and now feels like a lifetime yeah. and also feels like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, a mind, it's a mind game to think about. Yeah. Like we lost five years of our lives, but also so much happened in the past five years. But I saw that on Instagram on the Insta and I. Oh, did that make you laugh? Yeah, it did make huh. me laugh. Hmm. Trying to stay relevant here with the kids. <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't believe it that that was five years ago. You ever do that thing where you're like, oh, I'm at this age or it's this year and I've done nothing. And then you go back and think about everything. I'm like, ooh, that was a lot. Yeah. A lot of things happened. That's I, I did a lot. I, I wrote that down, actually. That's going to be what we're going to talk about, too. In, in a little bit. Clearly, you didn't write it down, so you didn't read the research that I read. <laughs> well, the best is there, there was an article with eight things, and Carly was like, oh, no, I only did seven. <laughs> I only read seven. I was like, great. That's great. I like your research. <laughs> so to actually properly start here, if you wrote things down or if you didn't write things down, the first thing to do is tr number, <laughs> try to remember. <laughs> I guess that would be not written in an article. Try to remember what your goals that you set for 2023 were. And did you accomplish them? Yeah. Did you accomplish any of them? Like one or all or whatever it was. Or part. Or part. Or maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was just a part of it. Like you partly you made it halfway to the goal. And then why did you not make it the other halfway? Right. Well, first to acknowledge what the goal was. Okay. That's step one. And then step two is to the ones that you did not achieve and did not feel successful with. Find out the why. Figure out the reason as to why you didn't. And there's a lot of ways to kind of break that down. Before we get into that, I in the research, I was reading that people are more receptive these days to talk about their failures than they ever were. Like failing is not taboo anymore. Everybody fails. And I think that was really interesting to me that people are okay with talking yeah. about their it's more business and not personal, though. That was very important. Yes. They're they're receptive to talking about business failures rather than personal failures because that's more personal. Yeah. Um, but we're okay talking about them because we are seeing, maybe it's because of social media, that everybody fails. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. But I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know the reasoning behind that. I would venture to say social media is that, which there are some good things to social media. But people have been failing forever. I know, but you know? I think now more people are openly talking about yeah, it. Like yeah, it was yeah. embarrassing to fail. But why is it okay to talk about you going bankrupt, but not you failed a relationship? You I know don't I mean? know. No, I don't know. And that's what it was saying. Yeah. Like people don't want to talk about personal failures. Like I didn't lose weight this year when I said I wanted to or a relationship not working out or yeah, something like that. Why is that like embarrassing? That. But it's, I know, I don't know. But also on the flip side of that, I was, it was, you know, saying the people that talk about it the most are the people that have succeeded ultimately. Afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, of course people are okay with talking about failures because they have since succeeded. But there's a reason why. Right. They've looked into the failure in a different way, and we're going to dive into yeah. that, too. So go back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> you find out the reason as to why you didn't achieve the goal, and there are two ways 
to kind of break it down. Two factors, I should say. The first factor is what were the things that you could control about achieving or not achieving said goal? And then the second factor is what were the factors that you could not control that were out of your hands and had nothing to do with your actions or behaviors? That's how you break down the why. Instead of being like, whatever, I failed. I'll just set it again this year. Or like, I don't know why. I don't understand. Right. I tried. Right, right. The the put your head in the hole. What's that? Why do I always put your head in the sand? Head in the sand. Head in the sand. Or just like blaming everything else. Put your head in the hole. Put your (laughs) just put your head in the hole. Get it in there. So do you abandon? The goal, once you figure out the factors you can and can't control, do you abandon it? Do you decide this isn't something that you actually want to achieve, which is a big part of it? I think we set goals that we don't really actually want. But it's what people want us to achieve or it's what everybody else is achieving. So I should want to achieve this. Exactly. I wrote down and I started and wanted to highlight it, but I didn't. That's a lot. Have That's a, a lot. highlighter, yeah. That's aggressive. Okay. <laughs> that it said abandoning a goal takes guts. And yeah. It really does. Well, that because you're admitting you're failing at something, right? Yeah. And it really takes guts, and then it takes guts to relook at the abandon or the jumping ship, and if other people are involved in that goal, right? You know, having to explain or you know, yeah. go back and figure it all out. But abandoning a goal does take guts. You really have to want the goal or really not want the goal and it was just something that somebody wanted for you or i think abandoning a goal that involves other people is easier to do than abandoning for yourself because with other people you can do that put your game face on make reasons as to why it's okay that you're abandoning it and, and or changing it and yes you can say sorry and and be a little upset about it you don't have to fully fake it but you can you can kind of twist it when it's yourself mm-hmm. and you're abandoning a goal that you set for yourself and you are, it's high just disappointment. Yeah. And you're disappointed in yourself. And, and you, that I think weighs heavier. And a, a lot of the times or in my goals in the past, lying to myself or well, right. Like you can lie to other people. Yeah. You can't lie to yourself. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, it takes guts. I wrote that down. Allow yourself to let go. Yeah. Let it go. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a big, uh, you're a big let it goer. Let, let it, it go. go. Oh, let, let it go. go. Oh, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So wait, wait. Let me piggyback off that. I didn't say anything. Okay. No, that you have to let it go because I did write that down too. And it, <laughs> without letting it go, that goal that you half let go, half not lingers and it stifles your productivity for the next goal because you sort of let it go, but you're like, maybe I'll do it again or maybe I'll do it a different way, but halfway and it lingers. And that is why you have to like basically cut the cord, yeah. cut the cord on the goal. If the goal is not for you, abandon, jump ship, whatever you want to call it. But if you don't knock it off, it will be following you in ways that you don't want it to. I like how you said knock it off. Knock it off. Everything was great, but that was particularly top notch <laughs> and abandon such a negative word it is it, it sounds negative it's not it's not it's not you're walking away from something that doesn't doesn't resonate with you anymore is how i like to think about it and it's it's an okay word it's okay yeah um but if you are going to abandon a goal 
that you probably should. If you have the thoughts that uh-huh. you might want to, you probably should. What I what I really took away from what I saw was that you shouldn't put. Hold on, let me think about it. You shouldn't put blame on yourself or for others or on others, whatever. Even if the factors were out of your control and you just don't want to do it anymore, you don't put blame on it. You take it as a time to kind of reflect and then reorganize to make it to kind of make that abandonment negativity a positive. Reevaluate it almost. Reevaluate it. Yes, and. Then you can kind of make a new goal that you actually want to do and actually like. I I agree. Oh god, you and that little <clears throat> rat tail just <laughs> head nodded at me. <laughs> I also want to say I do like the word goal. I do because it's something to strive for. I feel like you're gonna say, but you don't. But I also like calling it an intention. Why are you laughing at me? Because I thought you were going to say Nintendo for some reason. I love Nintendo. <laughs> I'm setting new in- Nintendos, Nintendos this year. Nintendos this year. Because I, I fail at those two. <laughs> I'm not great. Never get to level two. No, intentions. Because it just, I feel like it puts a different spin on if you don't achieve the intention that you set on something it doesn't feel as much like a failure it's really a play on words it is it's i think it is too play. and i think that's a personal preference because you are very intention focused that's just the kind of person you are that's just the kind of person you are i am very goal challenge focused i need the finish line drawn out for me so that i can meet that goal and here's the problem with both of us my intentions I'm o- I'm not that I'm okay, but I I could fall a little bit harder, but because it's an intention, mm-hmm. I'm a little nicer to myself yeah, if yeah, I don't yeah. get it. You beat yourself up if you right. do not achieve it. Right. So there is extremes to both sides and all sides of everything is basically what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that that is interesting because I think some people would like to call it an intention more than a goal. And that's okay. And some people would like to call it goal yeah. more than it's just it's a personal preference. We could call it a gintention. A goention. <laughs> Into goal. <laughs> Please don't turn this off. It's two parts. It'll get better. It'll get so much better. Uh, we can't promise that. We have now decided that we are going to abandon a goal that we didn't achieve, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it go. And as easy as that is to say, we have to wrap our heads with or wrap our heads around coming to terms with failing. Right. Okay. Because that's really what it is. We have failed at trying to do something for an entire year and we didn't do it. So there's two ways to approach that. And one is really how we want to do it <laughs> okay Ooh. <laughs> and one is how we would strive or hope to do it however the first one is what we all do what it is going to discouraging talk and stuff deprecating mm-hmm. talk about ourselves as to why we didn't achieve it how horrible are we what the heck did you do all year long you're so lazy whatever it is depending on what the goal is of course but it's all negative talk and it's usually bashing ourselves And what that does is that goes into an overthinking brain and an overdrive of kind of spiking, I would say, anxiety, maybe even depression, Mm -hmm. because you're just beating yourself up over something. 
The second way to do it is to just accept that you have failed, which is so hard to do. I know, but it's something that you say all the time. Just accept it and move on. I know. But that doesn't mean I'm good at it. I know. I say it. It doesn't mean I can do it. But what did we always say? The more you say something, the mm-hmm. more you're apt to do it. Yeah. And it's just going to become second nature to you. And honestly, Victoria tells me to accept things and move on every single day. Oh my so God. It's like, come on. You accept change. You accept money. <laughs> I don't mean change. I mean... Coins. Coins. <laughs> Because I do not accept change. (laughs) Accepting is a part of the process. So if you can try to wrap your head around accepting the failure, the way to do that is to just reformulate it. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I make it different? How can I change the plan? And how can I move on from there? And then it's not such a woe is me, hate myself, pity party. Negative. Which is the lingering thing you were talking about. Right. Negative. We don't want negative. (laughs) she crossed her eyes keep it positive as you slap her to the floor (laughs) (laughs) okay it's legally blonde legally blonde blonde. it's okay mom it's okay mom it's legally blonde it's a musical (laughs) nothing bad happens in musicals (laughs) we're gonna go through the steps on how to deal with not achieving the goals number one do an autopsy i love this description it's very true crime it is and i feel very doctor like do an autopsy because I love the science behind things. Now I love research. <laughs> you don't mean doctor. You mean coroner. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Like the person who does the autopsies? Yeah. Well, Justin texted me the other day and was like, I'm very nervous to listen to your science behind something. And then when I was right, he said, nobody likes a know-it-all. That was yesterday and it was to both of us. <laughs> um, And that's almost how that conversation went. Yeah. Ask yourself the questions. What derailed it? What in your goal did not go the way you wanted to? What was an unexpected incident? What was an incident that you knew was coming, but you didn't know how to get around it? Um, You have to look back at the entire process and really dissect from the top down what happened. Yeah, it's finding the why. Yeah. Like, why did it happen? Like, where did you fall short? Why didn't you succeed? I mean, it's a a big one. That's why you got to do the autopsy, do the whole thing, the whole process. But you really have to dissect it you know, goal by goal, line by line. Why didn't it work out? Number two, investigate. What is it you're really working towards? Do you feel like a detective? Yes, I feel like I'm on a true crime podcast and I am just morbidly loving this. (laughs) Morbid, sponsor us. We love you, morbid. (laughs) Anyway, what is it you're really trying to work towards? You might not even know because goals are sometimes so vague. You have no idea what your final end goal really is. Well, this could be where you discover if you even wanted that goal or not. Exactly. Like you really have to reevaluate it. Why did you set it to begin with? Is it something you wanted? Is it something somebody wanted for you? Like you have to really, as Victoria would say, deep dive. Dive deep. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) that's very different. I feel like it is. I don't know why, (laughs) but I feel like it is. And number three. Get feedback. Ask somebody. Ask your friends. This is a hard one. It is because you know, well, you all know us. I don't like to ask for help. Victoria's a little better about it than I do. So I would not ask for feedback. I would be like, figure it out yourself. You can do this. So that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Well, that's a why as to why you fail. Boo. (laughs) (laughs) It's true though. But it's not just like get feedback from your friends. It's No. If you have a goal that someone else has already achieved for themselves... You go and you get advice. You go, hey, 
how did you do it? How it's did, not going to work out the same way. Right. Everybody's different. But like, how did you do it? And and why do you think I'm struggling or stuck at this one part? And maybe there's some insight there. And you're talking to people actually can be a very beneficial thing. Yeah. And I have this mindset that like I can just do it all on my own. But what I always have to remember is somebody did it better than me and somebody did it worse than me. And I have to learn from both of them. Oh, yeah. Like, and there's so much, there's just so much out there that is information's going unused, but you have to ask for it. It's not going to just be emailed to you one day, like the, you know, all the secrets to your success. Like you have to go find it. You have to ask. From the Illuminati. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that email. (laughs) I know they're real. I know they're out there. Let me know. I'll email you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hold, please. This is a four-part thing, and Carly only has three written down. I only like three. (laughs) What was the fourth? The fourth one is to remind yourself of what you learned. Oh yeah. <laughs> you didn't fail. You just you just didn't meet your goal. Yes. I wrote it down. Very good. You didn't hit the mark. Okay? <laughs> you didn't hit the mark. You just you've gained practice, experience, knowledge, growth. It's basically everything that you learn from failure. It's just a lesson. And if you can switch your brain to remember that and to think of it that way, then it won't leave you in that dark place or that self-deprecating place as, as long. Because every failure is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And you learned something that you didn't know before. Even if the goal did not work out, you can use what you've learned to figure out another path. Yeah. And you you have to stop focusing on what you didn't do or what you didn't achieve and focus on all the little ways that you did achieve it. Right. Or get close to it or all the positive ways, positive things that you've learned and, and focus on that instead of all the negative. If you choose to abandon something that you've set before, that is a step in the right direction. Like, that's a positive. Right. Because now you're going to focus on something you actually will achieve and want to achieve. And life will just feel so much better about that because you're not going to be, like, waking up daily and here we go again. I have to do this thing that I don't really want to do. Right. So that in and of itself is a part of the growth and the lesson out of failure. Now, I say all of this, and if like losing weight is your goal, while you're eating pizza or donuts, you can't be like, this is a step in the right direction, (laughs) right? That's not necessarily, and I'm really saying that for myself, like next time you fail, it's okay. No, put the pizza down. Yeah. But this is more in like the bigger picture failing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right? Those... (laughs) Those little daily failures. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Yes, I think the whys are the most important part of setting goals and figuring out when they fail. Yeah. Also, failure is a negative word, but I think everybody has to fail because it makes the success just that much sweeter. I'm embarrassed for you that you just said that. I, it does, though. Secondhand embarrassment. To, who just wants to succeed on the first try every time? How boring of a life would that be? You got to fail. You got to fail. You got to learn. Didn't we just have a conversation that when you were little, if you had to like work for it, you're like born interested? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was young and stupid. And now I'm smart and old. And I've learned. You don't get that title yet. Through my failures. That it is okay to fail because you get back up again. What movie is that from? It's got to be Trolls. Yes. I will 
get back up again. The first one. Yep. Got the it. best one. Got it. Um, but yeah, if you don't fall, you can't get back up. Sidebar, I did fall. And I happened <laughs> to fall next to Carly. And she was like, get up. And get I, up. You're embarrassing me. Two times. So there's different ways you can get, actually get up. Two times this happened. Once when she broke her hip on the side of the road in Ocean City. And I was like, get up. I'm You're talking about that one. I am also talking about when you broke your ribs and fell down my step and punctured your lung. And little Billy said you were crying. And I was like, she'll get over it. Tell her to get up. The actual quote is, Yaya's crying like a baby. <laughs> so. And I rolled my eyes and went back to the Zoom. <laughs> you're gonna say the zoo no the zoom (laughs) that we were on i was like listen but she got up it's one of those things unless you are just the most evolved and and grown person it is the hardest thing to do is to be sitting in a moment of failure and be like i'm gonna be okay Mm -hmm. i'm going to get up from this this is how i'm gonna do it i'm gonna accept this right now it takes time to get into that acceptance stage so if you're not there right at the start of realizing that you have not made it you have not achieve something that maybe you told other people you were going to achieve you're you're gonna get to that acceptance process Mm -hmm. and that's okay so like you can have that pity party moment and then you got to get over it and then you start the work again and that i think is the biggest part of it because if we feel that off the bat we're not accepting it and feeling like a bigger person and i'm gonna be better then we immediately are failing all over again right you have to sit in Whatever it is, sit in the feeling of failure, sit in that feeling of the storm being so heavy, and then you walk through it. I just saw, I think I reposted it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. And it was a picture of a bison fully covered in snow. Like, you couldn't see a brown piece of this bison. It was like an icicle bison. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. And it said, bison are the only animal that will walk through the storm because they know it will be okay on the other side of it. Literally a, th- a storm, a snow storm. Yep. And they walk through and all of the snow attaches to them and they're probably not cold because they're bison, <laughs> but let's pretend that they are and they're cold and they're traveling through, but they're going to keep going through the storm because they know on the other end of it, the storm is over. If they go through it, if they wait it out, they'll probably die. Yeah. And that is a very dramatic metaphor to humans you will not die if you sit into it too long it just will be a longer process and a part of you will die yeah i mean yeah depression is 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 hard it is so hard to do that though walk through the storm walk through through the failure to know in your head that unless like you said you are in a great headspace mental headspace yeah to know that on the other side it's going to be fine. But if you can sort of grasp the idea, it might make it a little bit easier because I know for me, it's so hard. Oh, my God. <sighs> Wait, Victoria did post something about me the other day and it was like, I don't want to go to therapy because then I won't be funny anymore. <laughs> Probably fix me. But like, you have to be funny in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Not to take away with all of the very articulate, eloquent things Victoria just said, but that is true. It's very hard to see the other side when you're when you're not there. You have these good, eloquent things to say, and then I think you hear yourself and you're like, ooh, ooh, it's too serious. Ooh, I'm too good at this. Must be funny and ruin all the moments. <laughs> like, I think that's the process that goes on in your head. Yeah, I will 
turn any awkward or any situation into a joke. It's a coping mechanism. Yes, that's why I will not go to therapy because they will fix me and I will no longer be funny. Send help. <laughs> SOS. Beep, 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 beep. Help me. Someone. Anyone. <laughs> Rumi says it best to understand pain, you have you have to have pain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand it. <laughs> we have a little game. Do you want to play now that we've gotten through the storm that is this episode almost? We're not there yet. Oh, we're not there yet. All right. We're not there yet. We didn't get through the storm. Oh, oh okay. All right. We're ready for the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's called Failure to Launch. She's so proud of herself. I just did finger guns. <laughs> finger guns. Pew, pow. Pow, pow. <laughs> yeah. Who pow, pows? Pew, 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 pew. Pow, pow. Boom. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you multiple choice questions. These are all famous people that have failed, and you have to guess which one the little multiple choice question is about. Are you ready? These are very easy. Uh I mean. I'm prepared to fail. It's okay. Okay. I hope you will launch. I accept. Okay, you accept it. You're moving through it. Okay. A famous person who was defeated seven times while running for political office. Bill Cosby, Abraham Lincoln. They're very easy. Hmm. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, seven times? Seven times That's before he uh, got office. A cartoonist who was told by the editor of the uh, Kansas City newspaper, it's easy to see from these sketches that you have no talent. Was it Dr. Seuss or Walt Disney? Dr. Seuss? No. Walt Disney. Well, they're both into cartoons. Yeah. And they, they literally said it's easy to see from these sketches that you have no talent and... Next one. An author whose first children's book was rejected by 23 different publishers. Now, this is mind boggling because when I get rejected once, I'm like, oh, my gosh, 23 times this guy was rejected. Mm-hmm. Mighty Mouse or Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Very good. Can you be? Can you imagine? I mean, we got rejected all the time in theater, so I guess I can imagine it. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't do well. Like, we got to that 23rd time and stopped. He right. kept going. He kept going. To the 24th. And you know what I mean? Right, right, right. A famous singer who was fired after his first performance at the Grand Old Opry. Carly. Spider-Man or Elvis Presley? Oh, come on. You didn't even <laughs> give me a try. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> a famous actress who dropped out of high school and held lots of odd jobs. She was also a makeup artist or corpses. What? Who was this woman? J.K. Rowling or Whoopi Goldberg? Oh, my gosh. Uh, J.K. Rowling? No, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I, wow. A famous athlete who was cut from the varsity basketball team. If Michael you Jordan. don't get this. Yes, Michael, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. An inventor who was thrown out of school in the early grades because his teachers thought he could not learn. James Bond. Or Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. I had to make them stupid easy or else Victoria just would not get them. And I that was a goal I set for myself and for her. Easily stupid. This one, you will know. A famous Harvard University dropout. He dropped out of school. And he is one of the most famous people in the world. Do I have to give you a... I I mean, that's everyone anywhere. Iron Man or Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) 
Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, I guess. Yes, very good. Didn't know that. Really? An inventor of a fried chicken recipe that was rejected by more than 1,000 restaurant owners. Rejected by 1,000 restaurant owners. A recipe? A Popeye or Colonel Sanders. Okay, some of them you lob them up. And <laughs> some of them you're like, ooh, figure it out. Um, Not Popeye's. Popeye. Or oh. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. They <laughs> meant Popeye's. No, but I should have just let you keep going. But guess what, Victoria? <laughs> you won! You succeeded. I failed and I'm happy about it. I'm <laughs> abandoning the <this> ship. <laughs> but that was just that was just for fun to see if Victoria could uh, catch on. It is crazy how many people can fail so many times and still come out on top. Really. I mean, the amount of stories that you hear. I don't know anybody's name. I don't know a celebrity's name if we know. somebody was going to give me a million dollars. But he's the dad on Modern Family that everybody loves, Phil. Yeah. And it was something like he had $7 left in his bank account. He had gotten rejected by however many pilots. It was pilot season. And he just decided, okay, I'm going in for this last one. And, I'm, and then I'm done. And it was Modern Family. And look at him now. And it was the same thing. For Jim with- from The Office. Oh, I didn't know that, yeah. actually. It was his last John audition. John Krasinski. I know John, him. Yep. John Krasinski. It was his last audition. And his mom said, I will let, you know, you can come home after this audition. And it was the office. And he got it. Because he was like, Mom, I want to come home. And she was like, just go to get this last one. And then, because it had been years, he hadn't gotten anything. Yeah. And it was the office. And I, I wonder now that we're saying it, if there's like a, maybe you should decide that the next one is your <laughs> last one and then you'll get it. <laughs> Guys, this one, this is my last goal I'm ever setting. I'm going to make it like getting up this morning. <laughs> and then the next one's going to be the one I hit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In one of these, the speaking of, it said, uh, it was a Renaissance artist quoted this. His Michelangelo someone, not Michelangelo. And, oh, maybe it was Michelangelo. Oh, my God. What's Michelangelo's last name? Smith. <laughs> This might be Michelangelo. Michelangelo Smith. <laughs> Leonardo one, Michael. No. This is a Ninja <laughs> Turtles. I was going to say Leonardo Michelangelo. It's the end of the year. We are losing it. There's not much brain power left. Our wires are fried. We need an electrician. Michelangelo Smith said what? <laughs> he said, don't be afraid about aiming too high. Yeah. And not hitting it. Be afraid of setting the bar very low and, and doing it. And hitting it. Because that I translate as just being comfortable and going through not ever stepping out of your comfort zone and seeing what you can achieve there is probably worse than anything yeah, you can do. That's so true. Oh, what a good Michelangelo I, I Smith. Love those Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Leonardo Michelangelo. It's Michelangelo Smith. It's a cousin. <laughs> I mean, that's so true. I mean, comfortable is fine. But comfortable is boring. You know? It's safe. No no risk, no magic. No risk, no reward. No risk, no problem. My risk. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, we're going to wrap up part one. We're keeping them short and sweet because the work now is for you to go back and do the autopsy. Yeah. Do the investigating. Get that feedback. What was the last one you didn't write? Do you remember? You didn't fail. (laughs) 
you succeeded in failing. <gasps> you succeeded in failing. <laughs> Quote, Carly Mayo Dykeman, <laughs> December 19th. You didn't fail. 12.05 p.m. You succeeded in failing. You keep saying it. You didn't fail. <laughs> you succeeded in failing. Oh, my God. Tattoo it. I was ready to give up before this. That was my last one. And I just came up with the better, the better goal. I'm going to be famous for that saying. I knew it. We have to go. (laughs) (laughs) We have to go. We do. I do hope you took a lot out of this. But the real tip and the real extra tip is to look back at your year 2023. What goals did you achieve? Great. Worry about the ones that you didn't. And break them down as to why and see if you need to, you really do care about it and see if you need to just shift it a little bit. Continue or not. Or to let it go and set something new that you really want for yourself. And both are great. And if you do find that you have failed at one, two, three, however many, do your best to change your mindset on how you see failure. Try not to beat yourself up for too long or at all. And change the way that you accept the failure and just rewrite the story. Like you have succeeded in failing. Put a positive spin on it. Like my high school photography teacher told me, Victoria, you are the best, worst photographer I've (laughs) ever had. But that's a positive spin on a negative thing. I think he gave me a C on that project. But a quote you will never forget, and that is a success. Yep. I could do it to anything. Yeah. This will be fun. (laughs) So we hope that you meet us in part two, which is next week, as well, because we're going to set some new intentions and goals based off of what you have just realized in this succeeding failure of an episode. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we hope that you remember that you are always fit to be real. And always allowed to be a little and a lot extra. For legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life, your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? (laughs) Okay, bye.